Hello, everyone. It's Eves checking in here to let you know that you're going to be hearing two different events in history in this episode. They're both good, if I do say so myself. On with the show. Word of warning. Today's episode contains mentions of physical and sexual violence. Hi again. Welcome to This Day in History class, where history waits for no one. The day was March 16, 1968. The U.S. was in the thick of the Vietnam War, a deadly and costly conflict where communist North Vietnam and South Vietnamese supporters of the National Liberation Front went up against South Vietnam and the United States. The National Liberation Front has also been, and still is, referred to as the Viet Cong, but the term Viet Cong has been considered offensive. U.S. soldiers have been targeting Quang Nai province, where My Lai is located, because it was home to a lot of National Liberation Front activity. When U.S. forces found out the troublesome 48th Battalion of the National Liberation Front would be in the My Lai area, Army Captain Ernest Medina told his soldiers this would be their opportunity to fight them. On May 15th, Captain Medina had told his soldiers that all the residents of Milai would have left and that the only people left would be National Liberation Front sympathizers and enemy troops. But this was not the case. The soldiers ended up murdering as many as 500 unarmed civilians in Milai that day. The Milai massacre took place in the wake of the Tet Offensive a series of North Vietnamese attacks in South Vietnam that greatly weakened U.S. support for the war. U.S. military intelligence suggested that the 48th NLF Battalion had taken refuge in Sun Mi Village, where the My Lai hamlets were located. The Charlie Company, part of the Americal Division's 11th Infantry Brigade, had already suffered a lot of losses due to enemy attacks. Regardless, Charlie Company was sent to Sun Mi on March 16th on a search-and-destroy mission under Task Force Barker, with the directive to shoot anyone and destroy buildings, crops, and livestock. So around 7.30 in the morning, U.S. forces shelled Sun Mi and entered the village. As the U.S. bombarded the village with artillery rounds, villagers sought cover fled, and hid in their homes. Within 20 minutes, Charlie Company was headed toward My Lai. But the 48th NLF Battalion was not there. NLF units had fled in the previous days. A few NLF members were scattered about Sun Mi, but the U.S. soldiers were mainly met by locals. But that didn't seem to matter. Though there had been no resistance or enemy fire, Charlie Company rounded up villagers and shot them. They even raped and mutilated some of the girls and women before killing them. And at 9 a.m., 2nd Lieutenant William Calley, who led Charlie Company's 1st platoon, ordered the execution of dozens of locals in an irrigation ditch. Some soldiers objected to shooting the villagers at first, but in the end, Somewhere between 347 and 504 unarmed villagers were killed, 
including women, children, and the elderly. The only death on the U.S. side occurred when a soldier shot his own foot. An army photographer took pictures of the atrocities, photos that would go on to fuel anti-Vietnam War sentiment. Around 11 a.m., Captain Medina ordered the soldiers to break for lunch. Warrant officer Hugh Thompson, who was an Army helicopter pilot, and his crew members blocked U.S. soldiers from continuing to attack locals and took wounded villagers to get medical care. After the massacre was over, higher-ups tried to keep the truth of the massacre on the hush. Officials said the operation had been successful, but Ron Reidenhauer, a soldier in the 11th Brigade who had not been involved in the events, did an interview with journalist Seymour Hirsch, outing the harsh realities of the massacre. The U.S. Army ordered a special investigation into the day's events and the cover-up afterward, but only 14 men were charged with crimes related to the massacre, and all were acquitted except for Callie, who was found guilty of premeditated murder. And sadly, My Lai wasn't the only instance of senseless killing of Vietnamese civilians during the war. After the massacre and investigations, support for the Vietnam War in the U.S. dwindled, and American troops' morale was shrinking. Still, the war didn't end until 1975. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. Here's a note about the naming conventions when it comes to the villages and the hamlets. American mapmakers named hamlets based on the administrative district followed by a number, not what locals actually called the villages a lot of the time. So villagers knew Mi Lai, number four, as Sam Long and Bing Tai. We'd love it if you left us a comment on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Come back tomorrow for another tidbit from history. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm Eves, and you're listening to This Day in History Class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. The day was March 16, 1792. Gustav III of Sweden was shot at a masked ball at the Royal Opera House in Stockholm. He died on March 29th after the wound became infected. Gustav III succeeded his father as King of Sweden in 1771. Throughout most of the 1700s, the Riksdag, or National Legislature of Sweden, was at the mercy of two rival factions, the Hats and the Caps. When Gustav began his reign, he attempted mediation between the factions. In 1772, he arranged for a coup to take over the government, and a new constitution was adopted. The new constitution increased the crown's powers at the expense of the Riksdag of the estates, or the diet made up of the nobility, clergy, burghers, and peasants. But it did not completely abolish it. Over the next several years, Gustav introduced many reforms. He abolished torture as a tool of legal investigation, free trade was encouraged, and freedom of the press was granted. He also strengthened Sweden's naval and military forces. 
Though the estates initially supported his reforms, the Riksdag of 1786 opposed most of them. Looking to gain support from his opposition and taking advantage of Russia's war with Turkey, Gustav went to war with Russia in 1788. But the war did not help his position, and some members of the nobility were working with the Russians. He appealed to the three lower estates, and in 1789, the Union and Security Act increased royal power and undermined much of the nobility's power. Sweden won a big naval victory at Svensson in July of 1790 in the Russo-Swedish War. The war ended with a peace treaty the next month, but much of the Swedish nobility, especially younger aristocrats, were developing an increasing hatred toward the king and his power. The nobility began conspiring to kill the king and reform the government. On March 16, 1792, Gustav was eating dinner at the Royal Opera House in Stockholm when he received an anonymous letter saying that his life was threatened. Gustav still chose to go to the masked ball that night. In his masquerade dress, on the way to the ball, the king was shot by Jakob Johan Ankerstrom, a military officer from a noble family. Gustav twitched, but he did not fall. He was escorted away from the scene to his room. Some of the conspirators, including Ankerstrom, were arrested, and Gustav continued to act as head of state as he attempted to recover from the shooting. But the wound became infected, and he developed sepsis. Gustav III died just 13 days after he was shot. His funeral took place on May 14th. Gustav III's son, Gustav IV Adolf, succeeded him as king under the regency of his uncle until he reached adulthood. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you haven't gotten your fill of history yet, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at T-D-I-H-C Podcast. If you prefer something a little bit more formal, then you can write us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you tomorrow, same place. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.